0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel and I'm Clint. Welcome back. The draft happened this weekend. Guess what we're going to talk about? You'll you'll uh, never believe it. I I don't know. Are, are we going to talk about Florida fans' tweets? Is no. that what we're going to talk about, Clint? No. <laughs> no. We have a long-standing rule that that never that's never talked about on this pod. We don't give it the that's, time of day. We can't. It's just at some point.
1: Georgia fans on Twitter, at some point if you could just just let us know. We kept checking in to find out how it all worked out, but if you could just let us know who in fact has the bigger genitalia, us Correct. or Florida fans? Yeah. Since you since you guys were measuring all weekend, uh it'd be great know. you you know just give us the results. Have like the point, we don't though. need we don't need pictures to no. go along with it. Just <laughs> no just one, a verbal no. a verbal confirmation of who won your contest. Is all that matters to us, but uh, no, we're not going to get into that. I don't that. know if it even matters to us. I don't. That's a, that's a far stretch. Well, it is. It, if it matters to our listeners, it matters to us. But that's, that's as true. much as we're going to get into yeah. to that kind uh, of situation. Um, it, I will mention. I will mention. I think. I think some Florida fans might make the podcast later, but it won't necessarily oh, be in reference to that. I think. No. I think we will. We will get some good
0: laughs out of. Oh, for sure. Uh, out of Florida fans later. Uh, hey, if you're near the pod, welcome. Uh, glad you're here. If you're longtime members of the pod, welcome. We're glad you're here. Membership dues are, in fact, due at the end of the week. So, okay. <laughs> all right, send that in. You should have gotten
1: an envelope from us. We send <laughs> out envelopes, and so yes. if you got, if you did not get your envelope, let us know. Reach
0: out to us. We, we will, will mail that right um, back out to you. No, there normally, are no membership dues here.
1: Normally, people's um, unmentionables, nether regions, don't get mentioned so early on the podcast. Just. <laughs> I just want to say, if you are was, new to the show, we normally don't lead with genitals. It's not
0: normally. I don't, the, I don't it, know. I don't know how to get him off the subject. I tried to do the intro, people, but here we are coming back again. So I, I'm just, sorry. I'd just like um, to follow up for the new indeed. listener. Yes, yeah, I got you. If you're new to the pod, welcome. We're glad you're here. Daniel and I talk all things UGA sports, uh, your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We are the Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, we are not insiders or gurus. The membership dues was a joke because there's no paywall that you hit. We are just two fans talking to other fans, being the best fans we could possibly be for each other.
1: We are here to help you be the best fans that you can possibly be, to have all the information that you need to get into any sort of a conversation, whether it be with another Georgia fan, whether it be with an unsuspecting fan of a rival fan base, or whether it be with someone that you are trying to convert to the light side um as i did many years ago with clint um and and explain to them the goodness of being a uj fan we're here to help you be the best fan that you can be and give you all the information that you need in order to do that um uh, we do episodes three days a week here during the off season that's our off season schedule at least for the time being during the season we'll go we'll kick back on to five days a week Mm mm-hmm. uh, But right now we're three days a week. So we'll have this episode and then two more following it um, this week. We'd love for you to join in the conversation. If you're a Georgia fan, we appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate all of you that um, uh, that reach out to us. We know there's a lot of you that just want to listen to the podcast. You don't want to talk to us. You don't want us to talk to you. And we get that. Sure. I totally understand that sure. line of thinking. We we absolutely get that. But if you do want to reach out, if you have ideas or thoughts or questions or comments or opinions and you want to get in touch with us, uh, our door is always open, our proverbial door, and you can uh, open it either via email, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter, at Dog's Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you like the show, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Subscribe to the show. Download the show. All those things help us out a bunch. Like Clint said, we're not going to ask you for money, but you can help us out by doing some of those simple things. And then we are all happy. Uh, So this week, as Clint alluded to, um, we're going to talk about the NFL draft. Look, I don't know what else you expected us to be talking about. There's no real sports on TV. And um, a significant event just happened in, um, the life of many UGA players. And so we're going to talk about that, uh, draft reactions is today. We're going to talk about, I think we're going to hit most of all the players that get, that got drafted. And then on our second episode of the week, we're going to talk about all the players that did not get drafted. So if you expect us to be talking about um, some certain players and you don't hear us talking about them, just wait until the second episode of this week and we will uh, be getting to every player that did not get drafted who has been signed with a team as an undrafted free agent and then um, we will go from there. So Clint, general feelings about the NFL draft – how did, it, how
0: did it all sit with you when all was said and done? Uh, we, got, we got the top three or top four. We got, we got about right. That seemed good. And then after that. The uh, top the four booths, picks in the draft? Yeah,
1: top four picks. In the I draft. thought you meant the top four Georgia players to go. And I was thinking, oh, no, no, that's
0: not accurate. No. You mean the top four picks. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I mean the top four picks of the entire NFL draft. I think we did a pretty good job of understanding. Then things started to get weird. And then and then the wheels started teetering. And the wobbles yeah. came. And yeah, we, all, drafted, we
1: drafted old one leg McGee with pick number five and and then
0: the glass house started crashing down all people around said us. Every GM was just barreling over each other to say hold my beer. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, including. Um, uh, Including many of y'all's favorite team, the Falcons, who. Mm. Can we not? Okay. This
1: is a Georgia podcast. We're here to talk about Georgia. Did the Falcons draft a Georgia player? They most certainly did not. We, don't, we have no need to mention nope. the Falcons today.
0: Nope. 200
1: um, years and counting now. <laughs> the, the Falcons have not drafted a Georgia player. That is the unofficial stats and research department headed up by Michael. Uh, I came up with that number, so it's, it's unofficial, but it, we're, we're working to verify that.
0: But it was, it, was, uh, it was crazy, Daniel. And I think Georgia fans got a couple surprises, a couple things that we actually thought. We were looking pretty good, our prediction. You and I said probably one UGA player in the first round. Uh, yep that was and, our that was our official prediction. And then and then Tennessee we were so said, close. Oh. We were so close to that being accurate. And then Mike Vrabel, um, you, when you cut to the Vrabel household in the draft, and you <laughs> saw whatever was happening in the background of the Vrabel household. I, unit, unitard back there, um, he said,
1: "Listen, I want an offensive tackle, and I want him to weigh four hundred and ninety pounds, and go get him." dad, dad uncle whoever dad, that I, is like, yeah whatever way, relation Vrabel, i am to i you, have
0: no idea who those people are nope. in your house and and truth be told i don't want to know i don't want to know that is honestly, your that seems like poignantly your business your business my. but you made it my business by letting it go on <laughs> national tv for all of us to see um no unitard said whatever i am not to a tackle you go out and get me the opposite of me as a tackle and mike variable said okay Isaiah Wilson, congratulations. Good for
1: you, man. On first round draft pick. Listen. Good for you. Do we man. have opinions about Isaiah Wilson? Yes, we do. Are they well documented on the podcast? Yes, they are. Are we going to rehash them here on this podcast? No, we're not. Because Kid went out and he got yep. drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, which I think, Clint, I, I'm willing to say all it takes is one NFL GM to, to make – to prove us wrong. That's right. And that's exactly what happened. Should Isaiah Wilson have come back for another year of school? No. Apparently no, he not. should
0: not have. Apparently not. Daniel, because you wrong. The guy got paid. The guy's playing the NFL. The guy's going to be starting day one at right tackle for a playoff contending team. You
1: know? I do not know about that. I do not well, know if he's going so to be starting day week one. But uh, – but look, they wanted to spend first-round money on him. They want him to pay that rookie pay scale as the 29th overall pick. Listen, he went out and got him some. Congratulations to him. Yep. Um, Nothing but love for Isaiah Wilson. Seems like a great kid. Really happy for him. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm ready to move on at tackle at Georgia anyway. So I feel fine about this from a Georgia perspective and from an Isaiah Wilson perspective.
0: It wins for us all, Daniel.
1: It's win, a win-win. All right. That's not the tackle we should be talking about, Clint. Nope. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about um, the premier tackle of the 2020 draft class. And um, that is an objective statement of fact. Mr. Andrew Thomas
0: coming up. Hey, Giants, congratulations on – on being smart. Thank you for Congratulations being wise. on
1: having half a brain. We don't we're not going to say this about a lot of teams. No. But um the Giants knew who they wanted. Mm-hmm. Which which of the tackles did they have to choose from, Clint, in the draft? Which ones? All, all them. All them. All them. Mhm. All them. And mm-hmm. and they said, "Okay, well, we want one." Mm-hmm. And his name is Andrew Thomas? We said it. Uh, if we said it once, we said it a hundred times. Andrew Thomas is the best tackle in the draft. He does not have the highest upside, but that is not the equivalent of the best player in the draft.
0: Clint, no. upside no. is not real. I don't know if you know that. Do you know? Upside do you know who is made for up. Upside, yeah, it's it's made up. Uh, upside is what the Oakland Raiders has trademarked oh. for their entire team. Okay, dear lord. Team full, team full of upside. Team full of upside. So much upside. So much upside. Andrew as Thomas as, is
1: just a five-time Pro Bowler, 10-year time 10 year starter. That's it. At Love Tackle. By that's the way, Kirby,
0: Kirby corrected a, a man that said, yeah, you put him over there for seven, eight years or something like that. And Kirby said, do you mean 12 to 13? Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the reporter's like, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I, sir. I do now.
1: <laughs> I do. I do. I mean that. I, I mean do that. mean that. Uh, um, Congratulations to Andrew Thomas. What an honor to be the first tackle taken. Highest offensive lineman ever, ever. drafted at the University of Georgia. Some, some have even said, Clint, mm-hmm. that he's the best offensive lineman to ever play at Georgia. I don't know who would be so too. recency biased um, in order to That's say great. that, but That's some— great. Some have even declared him the best offensive lineman to ever play at Georgia. And lo and behold, he was, in fact, the highest drafted offensive lineman in the history of the program. So, I don't know. There's a it metric. It just so happens that. It's immeasurable for us. These, these are called statistics. And Correct. they can be used to verify information. Uh, Andrew Chalmers is he is the premier tackle ever to play at Georgia, he is the premier tackle of this draft class and he's going to have a great career with the Giants blocking for, for Saquon Barkley. If they could get a quarterback in New York, they could maybe do something. They still got Daniel Jones back there, though, Clint. That's that's Daniel Jones, former Duke Blue Devil. That's not Zion Williamson back there. That's Daniel Jones. <laughs> that's who that is playing quarterback. Whoa. Not great. Um uh, other big news of the first round UGA related was the absence yep of of deandre swift's name georgia fans just sitting around waiting for it i mean what? every pick they said swift is next swift is next swift is next swift is next and clint lo and behold there were no running backs taken in the first round hold on wait, what was that wait a second what was that just coming in coming across my desk here the loudest just- biggest hawaiian shirt you've ever seen <laughs> I've just Said. been slipped a piece of paper by executive producer, intern Michael, and it says Clyde Edwards helaire he, was drafted in the career. first round yeah. of the NFL draft. First of all, why were Georgia fans so obsessed with DeAndre Swift playing for the Chiefs?
0: It was was literally all anyone could talk about. They liked the idea of Miko and him reuniting. They liked the idea of the best offense getting another weapon. They liked the Super Bowl contention and that sort of thing. Uh, But we told everybody we were going to be shocked if a running back went first round. And and we didn't realize it was going to be this shocking. Yeah, a running back
1: did in fact go first round, but it wasn't the best running back in the draft or the second best running back in the draft or the third best running back in the draft. Clint? How overrated are LSU players as a whole in this
0: draft, Clint? I was just going to say, what this is indicative of, here's what happened, because – Guess the team. I'll give you three guesses on the the team that had the most draft picks total in this year's draft of any college football My guesses
1: team. are L, S, and U, or Very either exact. of those, right?
0: <laughs> those are all correct because you know why? Hmm. They won the championship. They broke all the statistics in a shortened recruiting cycle or, or, or uh, uh, pro days and combine and all that good stuff. And all that shortened, you don't have the metrics you want and you fall back in some some tendencies and look kansas city thought they had their person they thought they had their guy and uh yeah recency bias publicity bias probably helped a lot of these kids which okay like whatever if you want to make a mistake go make a mistake but that's exactly what happened he wasn't even jk dobbins should have gone before him uh, did not if you really wanted Mm -hmm. to to mince words if you want to put somebody that's closer to edward's lair J.K. Dobbins is close.
1: Taylor, the kid from Wisconsin, I thought should have gone before him. DeAndre Swift, certainly. The only thing is if, if for some reason Kansas City had injury concerns about DeAndre Swift, that would be the only reason not, not to take him in round one. I still think yeah. they took the wrong running back, even if they weren't going to take Swift. But but I digress. DeAndre Swift did, in fact, get taken in the second round. He's uh, playing with a not gonna go Not going to go play with Nicole Hardman. He's no. going to go play with Matt Stafford. Hey. And... um. Matt Patricia uh, down there in uh, – or up there in Detroit. Uh, Matt Patricia
0: for the first eight weeks of the season. He'll play yeah, for Matt Patricia. I don't know who the interim coach is going to be. But yeah. when he gets a new OC next year, mm-hmm. things are really going to move on. Things are
1: really going to pick up for DeAndre. Now, listen. Um, hey, Thanksgiving. What you doing on Thanksgiving, Clint? Watching DeAndre I'm going to watch Swift. DeAndre Swift play football. That's, that's already something you have to look forward to. The Lions, Thanksgiving Day, it's a tradition. Everybody loves watching the Lions and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And now we get to watch DeAndre Swift play football, great. which is Sign that's a up. great thing for me. It's a great thing for you. It's a great thing for the league. So happy for DeAndre Swift. Hated that he didn't get that first-round pick, but, um,
0: yeah, you and I kind of saw uh, that coming. But, but uh, again, fortuitous, last year's selection— at the same exact juncture in the draft mm-hmm. was one Nick Chubb. The same exact pick this year, one Mister Swift. So who, calm down. Who said?
1: Who um? Who
0: led NFL rookie running backs in rushing last year? Uh, well. Well, if you if you mint the entire league for seventeen weeks, mm, yeah. it would have been it, the same answer. Who
1: who finished second to
0: Derrick Henry in the rushing title? Derrick Henry, did he have a good year last year? <laughs> did Derrick Henry <laughs> have a record setting franchise and did he get the ball forty two times a game? Yes, yeah. yes he did. Um so DeAndre Swift, go get you some. Oh. Okay. Thirty fourth
1: pick, go or thirty sixth pick, fifth. whatever you were, I don't know, fifth pick, go get you some.
0: Uh, that's that's not a bad spot at all no. to be drafted. Not at all. Uh, hey, we got more coming. Uh, but right now you're probably like me, and you're thinking uh, about dinner or lunch as you're sitting here listening to the podcast. Uh, because I'm always thinking about dinner and lunch. Was- there's, There's no say, reason you have to say either or. It's the reason I'm probably thinking other. about it is because Daniel has inadvertently got queso into your mind somewhere along the lines. He has.
1: I'm, somehow I'm going to figure out how to transmit the smell of queso through audio waves, and then
0: all y'all are going to be screwed because this podcast <sighs> is going to smell like queso. God, that is so weird. I I did not think I was going to hear that, but behold the the good news for you: if you're thinking about it, and now you are thinking about it, now you're thinking of the smell of queso, but you're a little. Mm-hmm timid right now maybe leaving the house or going into a restaurant you want somebody to come to you um and you don't want to really open the door uh well hey great news there's a company called postmates that's going to be able to do this for you they're going to bring you your favorite quesos favorite food from your local eateries uh they're going to bring it to you dar daniel how many postmate orders have you made since the pandemic hit many 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 I mean. many many postmates orders Right, and and it's not just like food, meals, lunch and dinner. It's also things that you need from the store, local, uh, Walgreens or Seven Eleven, things like that. Uh, if you you have, get Seven Eleven on Postmates, sign up for it, Daniel.
1: You tell me I can get a Slurpee delivered to my house right to via Postmates. That's what I'm saying to you. Hot day. You learn I'm... something new on the podcast every day. We're just teaching fools out
0: here. Not only not only stuff about out UGA. here educating, just out here educating people. <laughs> uh, so here's what I need you to do. Uh, If you are timid right now of going outside, but you still want good food, go ahead and download the Postmates app on iOS or Android. uh, Then find your local eatery that you really enjoy and get it over to you. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. $100. That's one followed by two zeros, Daniel. Yeah, that's a lot. For your first seven days, to start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKED ON. That's code LOCKED ON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it.
1: All right, Clint, we are back, and um, I want to know. I want to know the most surprising thing, Georgia-related, about this NFL draft to you. It, We've got a lot of players to cover lots. here, and I want to open up the door to you to go whichever direction you want. I want to know the most surprising thing about the NFL draft
0: as it relates to Georgia to you. Lots to choose from. But there are so much to choose from. Uh, how, how about the fact that... This is not my most surprising, and maybe serious. yours. How about the fact that Lawrence Cager didn't get a draft pick from anybody, but he had to sign as a free agent? Did not
1: get picked. Lawrence freaking Cager. We're talking about undrafted free agents on episode two of this week. We will talk quite a bit about Mr. Cager. Who would have thought that Isaiah Wilson being drafted in the first round on Thursday night, you went to bed thinking that's the most surprising thing that's going to happen for Georgia this draft.
0: Not even close, though, Clint. Not even close. Not even close. Lawrence Cager is going to. Oh, I I can't. We'll talk about that. Uh, but here's the most shocking thing to me. I don't know how he did it because he, he didn't do anything while at UGA. Some sort of voodoo magic is what voodoo, he did, Clint. <laughs> Charlie Warner went out and just convinced some somebody to draft him. And you know what? Shut me up,
1: Charlie. Yeah, you dang right. Shut him up. That's Shut me up?
0: Charlie Warner just said, I'm going to go get some money, son. And not only, like, not only go to get some money. Th- look, there, he's in San Francisco. Do you think San Francisco knows what a good tight end looks like? Uh, George Kittle says, I'm the best tight end in the league. So, I think I know you, what you
1: do. Now, listen. I don't know if you listened to the podcast last week, friends. But um, my friend... Your friend, Mr. Clint Shamblin, uh, went on the Locked On Giants podcast, and and he got asked about under the radar prospects, and he said Charlie Warner. And I spit out my beverage that I was mm-hmm. I was drinking while I was listening to the pie. I spit out my beverage, and I said he just said who? He mm-hmm. said Charlie Warner on the podcast, and then he said he said. Charlie Warner is an athletic specimen of a tight end, which I agree with. Um, and if you think about some of the premier tight ends in the league, Mm -hmm. and then he said, like Rod Gronkowski and George Kittle, Mm -hmm. Charlie Warner fits that mold. And I said, now, Clint, Mm -hmm. he quickly at, he quickly followed up that he didn't mean that Charlie Warner was as good as George Kittle or Rod Gronkowski, but no. But look, for him to go to San Francisco, um, he caught one touchdown pass, and it was in the last regular season game of his four-year
0: career. One. One. Look, tight one. end is a position out of college that is completely projection. Okay? like Because you want to talk about uh, – look at, look at Moss from LSU. You want to talk about a guy who on the field was making production? Go look at the, oh, yeah. the playoff run that they made. He was all over the place. He was a freak. He was a freak, but he doesn't get drafted. Charlie Warner doesn't get drafted. Every do anything. other player. The water boy on LSU got drafted.
1: He didn't get drafted. Nope. You got to be kidding me. That's, That's what I'm saying.
0: But Charlie, Charlie Warner, Warner goes, in goes in out and gets, there and gets drafted. Good. Good on you. That was I look, I called the shot on the, the Giants podcast. I didn't. I mean, if you were to ask me to bet on that, I would have said no bet. I would have said, no, I'll, I'll pass. I'll, I'll take a bet. I would have take Lawrence Cager getting drafted. If you would have said, hey, you pick one. One of these will and one of these won't get drafted. Lawrence Cager or Charlie Warner, I would have said, oh, no-brainer. Lawrence Cager is getting drafted. Charlie Warner is not. Well, that's inverse. And, uh, again, good on you, Charlie. I'm excited. My kid is a huge 49ers fan, uh, and so I get to, to keep up with Charlie's career a little bit now. So I'm super
1: exciting. excited for Charlie Warner. He's the kind of guy who may just go out there and have a decent NFL career. Absolutely. Like he may catch more touchdown passes this year than he did in the last four years, Clint. Uh, that's a
0: legitimate possibility. Now, ask me to take that bet, and I will take that bet. I will put a hefty sum on that bet. That is that's unbelievable
1: to me. Okay, here's what I think we're going to have to do, Clint. We are getting this podcast is getting long in the tooth already, and we got too many names to talk about, and we have not talked about the single biggest name in the draft right. yet for the University of Georgia. So. We we need to make you and know so what, Daniel, we you need to bump over. it to the next episode. And so oh, like, here's what we're gonna do, friends, for all of you who are just absolutely starting to twitch, wondering why the name Jake Fromm has not come up yet on this podcast. <laughs> easy, we get it. Easy. Okay? Settle in. You're not gonna like what you're about to hear. Oh. What you're about to hear <laughs> is that on the next episode of the podcast, we are gonna dive deep. Into Jake Fromm. So take that Postmates um, order. Get all the cases just, you can. Tied <laughs>
0: you over until the next just pod comes out.
1: Just up on, on... But we got other people to talk about. My favorite player in this draft, we have not mentioned yet. And his name is Solomon Kenley, And he is going <laughs> to play for the Dolphins. It is going to be his job to drag the lifeless corpse of Tua Tungavailoa off the field after he gets absolutely dismembered by a defensive lineman. Uh... But Solomon Kinley's up for the job. If there's ever a person that I would
0: say, like, hey, you... You, you think Sully like, hasn't drug a corpse out of somebody's backyard before? Is that... I don't know.
1: I have no idea what that means, Solomon. If you're listening to the podcast, we love you. We have no idea what in the world Glenn's talking about. Solomon Kinley is going to the Dolphins. He is a fourth-round pick. Yeah. And... Um, Ask me who I'd rather have on my team, Solomon Kinley uh, or Isaiah Wilson, Clint. Oh, oh, I know that answer. they oh, yeah the, cause they're the, the same, same, for same both of us. Because they're the same type of player, uh-huh. only one is playing his appropriate position, Correct. one is not, mm-hmm. and one you spend a first-round pick on, and one you spend a fourth-round pick on. <sighs> Solomon Kinley's
0: going to be a steal in this draft, Clint steal we said that before we'll say it again we're going to come back we're going to talk about that in the next episode we're going to be talking about undrafted free agents as well as the other names that we did not mention so don't worry uh hey if you want more locked on podcasts which you do and you want more football talk uh tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on sec and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for or we'll see you in two days wednesday episode for those undrafted free agent signings as well as other names see ya See ya.